welcome in to episode 34 of The Bluest Tape. I am Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Koleth. And thanks for joining us this week as we take our weekly journey through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Hope everybody had a happy Halloween. Apologies for the uh, abbreviated episode last week. Hope it carried you through. Um, after all that music from the uh, the last two weeks of October, we just, just need to take a break. Um, didn't want to follow that up. That was like a, you know, you don't want to be the guy after Bear Bryant. You want to be the guy after the guy. So that's what we're doing here tonight. Um, so, uh, uh, Jeff, I, I'm sure that your family had a had a happy Halloween out on the streets of Memphis. We did have a good Halloween. It was a it was an excellent weather was nice and probably hit thirty or forty houses I think wow. give or take and it's bonfires aggressive. and uh, yeah well it's pretty easy to do and like two thirds of your neighborhood participates in Halloween so yeah. but uh, it was pretty good it was a good night overall the boy had a good time and with his with his uh, Costco fireman costume which I believe one of your children or two <laughs> great minds think alike costco right. costco halloween costumes for the win yep, that's right. uh, so yeah no we had a good time as well so um all right well uh jeff do you want to tell the good people what the uh what the theme of this week's episode is sure so continuing on our sort of 20th anniversary kick that we've done throughout the year and our 34 episodes um we're right in the heart of fall tour 1997 and decided to honor three shows that maybe one of the it might be the only time that panic played three shows at the same venue but not in in close proximity to one another but not one right after the other uh, and that would be the uh lawrence kansas run of nine of november 1997 11 November 13th, 14th, and 16th. Uh, the 16th was originally supposed to be in Wichita at the Cotillion Ballroom, but moved the show back to Lawrence after lack of ticket sales. So they did three three, three shows and four nights in Lawrence, Kansas, um, surrounding a, a really great show in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, up at the Paramount. And these shows have always been particularly interesting to me. The set lists are really great for all three of these shows, and we got some really good good highlights from, from the three. And as we started, we I kind of looked back to see you know where when else they had played in Lawrence and saw they played there three other times in 93 94 95 and there are some so there are some really fine playing in all of these shows um especially excited about the 94 show so don't think that we're focusing on Lawrence Kansas because Harvey and I love the Kansas Jayhawks that is not true nor will it ever be true but <laughs> Uh, well, we are sort of honoring the start of basketball season. And we are I mean, honoring the start of basketball season. Mo- and some, some people would consider that Kansas would rank anywhere between second and fourth all-time in, you know, <laughs> most important ba- college basketball programs. Top five for sure. And uh, and just to, to for Harvey to allow us to honor the fine city of Lawrence, Kansas like this, I had to agree to let him do a Lexington show in December. <laughs> So we'll we'll do a Lexington show, but I don't think I'll get my Bloomington, Indiana show. But that's okay because they don't really deserve one right now. So, uh, but soon the Archie Miller regime yes. will, will will take them to heights they haven't seen since you know Mike Davis. <laughs> you almost you couldn't even quite get that out. It was like oh uh, yeah, I guess. I guess I guess God that was fifteen years ago. Um, anyways, um. 
But I'm excited about the selections that we have for tonight. And I think we're going to start it off with a notable selection from Fall Tour of 1993. And notable because of something that it kicks off. And I'll leave it to Harvey to explain that to you sure we've we've uh we've refer referenced this tour you know several times over the course of the of the podcast and um played a few things from it uh did a around halloween we did a halloween show from from missoula in uh in 93 and then uh the night before in nampa we we played in our halloween eve uh episode and so what we're doing to start off tonight is actually the very first show of that run of 14 shows in 14 days um, where they start in Lawrence Kansas and uh, and run all the way through uh, Colorado and up through you know Montana and Wyoming and Idaho and Mo- out to Seattle and Eugene Oregon and quite a run they had for 14 days it put a lot of miles on the uh, on the econo line van I imagine Um but uh, this is a really good show to, to start off the tour. And um, it has, you know, a, a few rarities, one of which is uh, the second set closer of Don't Be Denied, which we're not playing tonight, but you should seek it out. It is quite interesting because um, JB pretty much butchers the lyrics and has to kind of make things up about halfway through. So um, check that out if you have some extra time. But we're going to play the very beginning of the show, which is the beginning of this little tour so um we thought it was a fitting fitting start to the show and a fitting start uh to this 14 shows in 14 days and um so we'll get things uh, started off here uh from liberty hall in lawrence kansas october 21st 1993 good evening welcome to liberty hall here in downtown lawrence kansas I'm Space and Jason Mark from 105.9 The Laser welcoming you. I'd like to remind you that Widespread Panic is going to be appearing tomorrow night in Manhattan just an hour and a half down the road at the Wareham Theater on Points in beautiful downtown Manhattan. And tickets are available in the lobby for that show tomorrow, so go down and see that cat and get your tickets for tomorrow. Also like to remind you that coming up, thanks to Benchwarmers, we got the Bodines on November 2nd. Tickets are available right now, as well as from Belfast, Northern Ireland, Ghost of an American Airman. That's November 10th, and tickets go on sale next week. So I'm going to be giving away some widespread panic stuff over there at halftime, so come over and see me. And without further ado, from Athens, Georgia, the original Space Wranglers, Widespread Panic.
Okay, that was Widespread Panic at Liberty Hall in Lawrence, Kansas, the first time they played there in, uh, on October 21st, 1993. Papa's Home into Fishwater, the start of a their massive 14 shows and 14 days tour. And when you look at that 93 fall tour, um, that they start in Lawrence after taking seven days off, but the last show they play is in Ohio. So do you think they went back to Georgia? That's a good question. I would, I would think so, but I don't know. I mean, they haven't probably reached the point where they could like fly, you know. Mm-hmm. But maybe they send all the gear on to Kansas and fly home. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, J, maybe they all hung out at JB's parents' house in Cleveland for a few days. <laughs> maybe they uh, before they finished that fir- that first part of the tour. You know, which ended on October 14th. They played on the 14th, 13th, 12th, 11th, 10th, and 9th, 8th, and 7th. Had a day off, and then 5th, 4th, 3rd, 2nd, 1st, September 30th, and 29th. So they did a run of seven shows in seven days, one day off, and then a run of eight shows in eight days. And then a week off, and then 14 shows in 14 days. Man. <laughs> that, is, that is intense. Notes that on is the road. intense tour. Yeah, exactly. Um so we'll go jump ahead a year to, to 1994, and we had talked about when Ted was on, um, sort of spring, Ted Rocco was on, spring tour, 1990, summer tour 1994, he mentioned the show at People's Bar and Grill in Ames, Iowa, mm-hmm. and we, we played a section from the show before that in the, the Zoo Amphitheater in Apple Valley, Minnesota, when we played, I think, the Low Spark with Kofi Burbridge, yeah. and the Ames show has always been sort of this famous show, is um, you know, it's got. They played having a ball. They did get up, get up early in the morning, and just sort of this crazy set list, and kind of a super small place for them to be playing in the middle of this fall tour. And I, the next night though, in Lawrence, was one that I had was a show I had not listened to, but started thinking about this the theme for this show. There, this show is really, really good, and we're we're going to bring you something from the middle of this one set show, and it's a pretty extended section. And it starts off with a driving song, which is one of our favorites. And it, it's just it's it's just really good. And frankly, it, it involves a level of intensity and, frankly, some jamming. I'm air quoting in some jamming. Uh, um, that, frankly, I didn't think really existed that much in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we're just, I mean, this is another one of those sort of hidden gems that were, they were un, uh, un, unearthing. Unearthing as we, you know, sort of digging through the archives here. And, um, yeah, there's some really good stuff here in 94, and uh, so it's cool to, you know, you look at the set list, and it's, yeah, there's a lot of repeats, but then you, you kind of dig in, and you, and you see what they've been, what they're doing with the different, uh, different transitions and pairings, and it's, uh, yeah, this is a really good section, for sure. So let's get it started. We are going, like I said, we're going to start in the middle of this one set show, um, Oak show opens with an AFD Junior Better Off and a few songs in between. And then they start off with a Hatfield, which we're not going to play. We're going to start off with the driving song and goes into Please and back into Driving. And I think the real special part of this um, performance is going to be in the segue between Driving Song and then the Chili Water that follows. So uh, January or sorry, July 17th, 1994 from Liberty Hall in Lawrence, Kansas.
the sun is felt by none The chilly breeze has blown my thoughts to what's to come We've got a warm coffee, some vitamin C Both for the cannibals, for the dog of both for me To my blue estate that I love my car
July 17th, 1994, in the middle of a hot summer tour. Uh, this is from Liberty Hall in Lawrence, Kansas, middle of the second set, nearing the end of the second set. We heard driving into please into driving into uh, a nice extended jam into chili, into drums into chili, and you gotta love the sub sub three minute drums section there. <laughs> the dream, but, the dream is real. <laughs> good stuff though. Good choice. Yeah, the um, I think what really piqued my interest in this show was is that segue between driving and chili. I love jams where it the uh, it goes in a different direction of the song that they just finished. You know, obviously a lot of them throw their discontinuations, but there's all whether it's just a time change or it's just a completely different theme. And this one enters that different theme area and it just is it's really strong it's really creative and it's it's pretty good playing and like i said something that i didn't expect to find in a 1994 panic show check out this show if you haven't heard it before um like like we were saying before uh we played it you know these these 94 shows um sometimes kind of fly under the radar especially when you look at the set lists and stuff but uh there's there's definitely some some gems to be had Um, in the uh on panic stream they uh, they call that jam the Free State Jam, and so for those of you who are up on your Civil War history and up on your Kansas history, Kansas was was considered a free state. It was a non-slaveholding state, and there were some folks that felt that Kansas should not be a free state. And so Lawrence is famous for University of Kansas and Kansas basketball, but in Civil War Civil War times, it's famous for the Quantrill's raid on Lawrence, Kansas, and if anybody knows who William Quantrill is, one of the all-time um, bad people, I guess one might say. Um, he's a former school teacher, actually, um, from the state of Ohio, and was a fierce pro-slavery guerrilla. And he and a group of about 400 um, guerrillas were in the Western Theater during the Civil War, and really raised some hell in Missouri and Kansas and were fighting these uh, fighting against anti-slavery forces and they were guerrillas so they didn't follow the tactics that normal that the usual union and confederate forces tended to tended to deal with and so Quantrill and his men entered in Lawrence Kansas August 21st 1863 Uh, 400 men they basically burned most of the town and they killed over between 150 and 200 uh, people mostly actually almost all men and boys and actually, I mean, just absolutely destroyed the town. And just really some sinister actors um, in this in this whole thing. And then they did this throughout Kansas and, and other parts of the Western Theater throughout a lot of 1863. And part of this group were some folks that y'all have heard of in American popular culture before. These t- two brothers named Frank and Jesse James were part of his gang. Um, Cole Younger was part of his gang. And... I used to do military history in Wisconsin, so this is why I'm interested in this. But they they did something to they did something that I never heard that I think is pretty unprecedented in Civil War history. Is and they did another one of these raids in Kansas later on in 1863, and they actually the bandwagon for a Wisconsin unit was trying to get away and they went down the road and they broke a wheel on the band on the bandwagon and so the bandwagon had tipped over on the side of the road and Quantrill's men followed them out to where the band was on the ground and then literally like murdered everybody that was in the bandwagon Jesus. 
I mean, so believe me when I say these were bad, bad dudes, oh. and and eventually, you know, it, it 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 you know the right side won the war, and and, and these guys got theirs. But nonetheless, it is sort of that is one of the things that can Lawrence, Kansas, is most well known for. And if, for those of you that are nerds about this stuff, like I can be sometimes, one of the coolest things that was done was they actually did a historical like tweet tweet storm or or tweet event about Quantrill's raid on hmm. well, a local historical society did a couple years ago. It was one of the coolest things I've like seen. Kind of like kind of like a real time, like, yes. you know, take you back in. Yeah, those are always cool. Yeah, and I'll link, I'll find the link to it and, and put it in the uh, show notes and I'll maybe, put a s- show notes on here too. For, maybe, uh, we for, sh- maybe we should do that on like the 20th anniversary of, you know, like, I don't know, some show and we could like tweet in real time, like listening to the show live as if it were being played. In real I think time, that's a, that is a, actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. I think we should, I think we should do that. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll take suggestions from our from our listeners uh, for which show they'd like us to live tweet and act like we were really there. We could, for the next episode when we talk about the first time that we met, we could we could we could have done that for the Louisville show. Yeah, but oh well, next time. So anyway. Thank you for letting me talk about the Civil War. Oh, that was super interesting. I appreciate that. And then we'll get back to our usual programming. And we'll jump ahead to 1995 when – it's always interesting to me when Panic would go play college towns in the summertime. (laughs) It's sort of like, oh, Lawrence, Kansas, that's a great college town, but you're going in July. And again, I know there are kids in college towns in July for summer school and some kids don't go home and a lot of kids stay and work and stuff, but – like there is a mass of college students in between September and May, you know, minus holiday break. Um, but no, let's go to Lawrence, Kansas in July and back to back years. So it must have been good turnout in '94, and they did it again in '95, um, July 12, 1995. And this show is notable for a couple of reasons. Um, for a, one of the cover songs that they did this night, but also because it was the product of, or one of the things. One of my first exposures to widespread panic was actually because this show was bootlegged. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm not necessarily proud to say that I owned this double disc. Um, it was called Double Jointed, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually like I found like the they have on Discogs.com like a, an official page for it, um, which is hilarious. So it was the label was Hog Leg Records. <laughs> and uh, the country of release was Luxembourg, uh, and it came out in 1997. And it uh, had a big following in Luxembourg <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> um, and there were, you know, generally they got the song titles correct, but that was one of the sweet things of these these bootleg CDs would be that, like, sometimes the the song titles were just, like, not even close. You know what I mean? But they got most of them right, but there were a handful that were that were kind of funny, funnily wrong. Uh instead of picking up the pieces it was packing up the pieces <laughs> and then um in the second set uh after uh after driving song they, it went into cradle and um and then w- what in the set list is like a jam and then it goes uh happy child back into driving song they list that as double jam and then last straw tease into driving songs. So I guess Happy Child is a last straw tease, maybe? I guess so, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. And then uh, Out of Mercy is a jointed jam, which is maybe, hence the title, 
double jointed but um yeah you know back in uh in the you know late 90s there wasn't much access to uh you know if you didn't have a dat recorder or you know to get a digital copy or have a cd you know to have a cd you could play in the car or something like that uh it was you know that was about your only your only source was uh the bootleg cds which i i got mine at the mushroom the mushroom records uh, right off tulane's campus i'm sure your wife probably went there once or twice oh yeah um and uh, on top of the boot and uh <laughs> she went to the boot once or twice yes uh so yeah i have uh, fond memories of this show and it was just a really good show and uh, i'm glad that we're getting to visit it this week what uh was this is this the only known widespread panic bootleg like of the of this type um no i i am aware i had one other one that was i don't remember what it was called but it was from uh oh man if you hadn't asked me that just now it was a 94 show from oh gosh i don't know maybe let's see if they have all if they have these in discogs if maybe they've got this makes for great radio I was gonna say, let's play, let's play the selection, and then while we're playing the selection, we can look it up. How about that? <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. So, uh, let's tell the folks where where we're gonna pick this section up from. So we uh, we were going to play um, a, a another driving song, but we decided that it's not a good it's not good form to play the same song twice in the same episode. Even though we have become very 1994 in our <laughs> setlist planning with our episodes, because we are repeating songs, and I hope everybody's okay with that. Um, but we are going to play a selection from middle of the first set, um, a, a strong chili water opener. And follow it up by picking up the pieces and get started with one of my favorite songs. Let's get started with Heroes. Sweet, turn outside. 
Okay, that was Widespread Panic at Liberty Hall, Lawrence, Kansas, July 12th, 1995. Um, early on in the first set, Heroes into Impossible into Henry Parsons Died. And when I'm looking at the Discogs track list for the double-jointed bootleg, mm-hmm. they called it Impossible Song, which I think is what I used to call oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, time. that was the original. I think that was yeah. the original title. Um, but Harvey, in the, during during the break, you did some some crack uh, bootleg research for us. Please share with the folks what you found. Well, we, I was trying to come up with because I knew that I I owned one other bootleg Panic D- CD, uh, and I, I thought I recalled a, a couple others existing. So here's what I found from uh, this guy posted. God bless Google. This guy <laughs> posted from 1997 in. Oh, he posted it in the alt. Alt Music, The Doors, uh, message group, uh, for sale or trade, and it's uh, Rus Ruskiev was his name. Uh, if you're out there, let us know because he had he had uh, four of these uh, live Panic uh, bootleg CDs, and um, so the first one listed is called uh, Architecture. And it's from a show in St. Louis, Missouri, in 1993. And um, I remember seeing somebody I knew, somebody I crossed paths with at some time in my life had this. And um, it's a show from April 23rd, 1993, at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. It's a one-set show. And according to Everyday Companion, in the middle of the second set, it goes, driving, pilgrims, question mark, driving. And so the fact that there is a question mark in April 93 piqued my interest. So if anybody, it's not on panic stream. I don't know. I don't, I didn't look to see if it was in circulation or if anybody had it on CD anywhere. I got to think they, somebody has it cause oh, you sure. know, this bootleg CD circulated. So there's that one. There was one from Vail, Colorado in October 93. And then the other one I had was from, um, Northampton, Massachusetts, April 7th, 1994. That one was called porch. And then um, Bogarts in Cincinnati, Ohio, October 3rd, 1995. That one was called Panic On. <laughs> I, um, and I don't know about you, but I always felt that putting bootlegs on your trading list was a, was a bit of a faux pas. Was a bit, I, mean, I think early on I probably did it because when I started trading, I had a bunch of Almond Brothers bootlegs. And I think I used to put them on there to like build up my list. Mm-hmm. But then eventually I pulled them off. 
Well, uh, I'm not, I don't think this guy is so worried. I mean, on alt music, the doors, because he actually yes. says for sale or trade. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> so that's true. I don't think, you know, he's not looking for like live string cheese or, or fish tapes. You he's know. probably looking for widespread panic and white snake. He has some white snake and some Coverdale page videos. So, uh, <laughs> and a ton of U2 and a ton of Pink Floyd and uh, some deep purple. And so, yeah, we need to track this guy down, or at least track this one show down. He's probably on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on LinkedIn, uh, except for me. Anyways, um, so another good show from Lawrence, Kansas. And now let's jump ahead to kind of how we got started with this uh, concept for this episode. These three great shows from Fall Tour 1997. And, you know, we could wax rhapsodic about fall tours 96 97 and 98 we've we've talked a lot about we played hope you enjoyed the little snippet from november 5th 1998 that we played last week um but these two shows are really good and this was these were sort of in the times before panic stream when when people were still when converting their dats and into shins and putting them on data cd roms and sending them throughout the world um these were sort of these are three of the shows that weren't in regular circulation, and they were they were harder to f- harder to come across. The fifteenth and Cedar Rapids was a, was more out there, but uh, and eventually I scored the fourteenth and the sixteenth, and were able to transfer those and put those out. The thirteenth was a little elusive, and I eventually got it on CD. Um, so I'm glad that they've they all showed up on Panic Stream, which just shows what a great resource that it is. And these three shows are all just sensational. They are really good shows. Yeah, and it's you know it is interesting that they 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 must have gotten enough response. Obviously, school's back in session at this point in November, uh, and they must have you know filled it up the first two nights. That when they weren't able to sell enough tickets in Wichita, they just decided to come back to Lawrence for one more show. The th- um, the crowds are pretty rowdy at these shows, um, and the, the third night especially, um, they can tell the band um, after Love Tractor and then. You know, when they get started with the encore and stuff, they're 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 pretty appreciative of of, of the response that they had gotten in Lawrence. And I mean, the performances are great. The set lists are fantastic all three nights. And so let's let's get it started with the first night. And what better way to kick it off than with the the first three songs of this run in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, at Liberty Hall, November thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven. And then we'll follow it up with a section from the night after on November fourteenth. And then we'll talk to you when we're done.
Those were two segments from consecutive nights at the Liberty Hall in Lawrence, Kansas, November 13th and 14th. First, you heard the opener from the first night, Holden into Do What You Like, into You Got Yours. And then uh, after that, uh, Stop, Go, Greta from the night after November 14th uh, in the middle of the first set. Uh, back to the 13th, though. I mean, talk about a scorcher of an opener. Uh, the Holden, do what you like, you got yours. I mean, setting aside just how sort of dirty those songs are to begin with, but I mean, the playing, the, the transitions between the songs is are just, man, they're like, blow your hair back. And uh, definitely, you could tell why the crowd was as into it the rest of the run as they were. I mean, the band is pretty much on fire at this point in time in this tour. I mean, the the Kalamazoo show from two days before at the State Theater is incredible. Um, and the three shows before that are pretty strong. And then, I mean, they're still sort of the taking some of the momentum from Halloween, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, the segue between Holden and Do What You Like, and this is probably the just that you got yours is just nasty. Mm-hmm. It is just really, really good. So hope you all like that one and then the 14th um again it's just sort of heroes travel night opener great builds things up great all sort of brings it down and then stop go and i love the stop goes i love mid set stop i love stop go period mm-hmm. which I've, you all have heard me talk about this song a bunch but this one's really good it's sort of you know schools i love the stop goes where schools noodles a little bit and then goes into the song it's like in the middle of the middle of the set and it you know it's about 10 minutes long goes into this monster greta which is another sort of great heat check song in a lot of ways you know greta can vary in length you know it can be about a seven minute. i mean the early ones are sure it can be about a seven minute song but this one extends out to 14 mm-hmm. um and it's just got the great over the top part which the crowd of course you know responds to and then after that Oh, we'll just follow it up with Hatfield. Then we'll close out the set with Proving Mr. Soul Proving. Like, <laughs> no, that's okay. good. That's all right for a decent it's first set. Decent first set. So it's just they. It's no wonder why they why they wanted them to come back if they uh, you know for the for for a third show on the 16th. So these are just three great shows. And again, that that show in Cedar Rapids, um, you'll probably hear something from that in, in the future too. All right. Well, uh, we've got one more. One more section to play uh, this week, and uh, that is um, the, the, the fourth night of the four-night run after they go to Cedar Rapids and then return back for uh, a third show at Liberty Hall. And um, this show, like for me, setlist-wise, is just, man, it, it, it's sort of relentless. And um, But we, uh, we chose a section from the encore. So uh, after all, all that plan three nights uh at liberty hall in lawrence kansas um this is the final the final songs they played before they uh hit the road to the next town so november 16th 1997 liberty hall lawrence kansas widespread panic encore
November 16th, 1997, from Lawrence, Kansas, wrapping up our Lawrence, Kansas Spectacular, uh, the encore from the uh, the third night at Liberty Hall, Way to the World, and to end its domain. Jeff? I think this, I mean, you talked about the set list. The set list for this show is super interesting. You know, first set ends with Eliza's apartment into Littlekin into Postcard, which are three songs that don't <laughs> fit. I mean, I guess Little Kid Postcard maybe did, but it's just, it's an interesting selection. Yeah. Second set starts off with Feeling All Right, Fishwater, and then two songs that are really perfect for each other, Vacation, Party at Your Mama's House, and then a Driving Pigeons, Drums, Pigeons, Driving, mm-hmm. um, F to Follow. And then I will always have a soft spot for shows that end with slow songs. And ending a three-night run like this, you know, in Lawrence... Um, ending within it stoned me it's just sort of it leaves you with the warm fuzzy walking out the door and I know Harvey you know what I'm talking about and I'm sure other people listening know, know what I'm talking about too it's great when you leave and you know your ears are it's you're are hurting from Love Tractor or whatever it might be or Parsons or something like that but leaving with a good good slow song and some passionate singing from JB and you know and especially after a run like that and then walking out the door with what a wonderful world playing in the background like that's a good night I miss yeah. those nights um, yeah. so that's that's it's a good show and again if y'all haven't heard these 97 shows I mean the three, 93, 94, 95 shows are worth checking out too especially that uh, 94 show but if you haven't heard these 97 shows um, check them out on Panic Stream um, they are simply great so. well put um all right well we wrapped up our lawrence kansas portion of the show and you know we kind of alluded to it at the start we are right at the start of college basketball season mm-hmm. um 
think uh, this show will uh, go go will air November fourteenth. So the season will have started. It'll, it'll be a few games, uh, and I think uh, Memphis and Alabama um, kick off the season here locally. I think they're playing in, at the Naval Academy though. Um, but well, neither who- Memphis nor Alabama will be anywhere near the Final Four this year. So Harvey Couch, who do you got in your Final Four this year? Well, the this. Uh- this episode will really will come out the morning of Tuesday the fourteenth, and that night you'll see Kentucky play Kansas on ESPN. Ah, so, um, so I'm I'm whatever I'm saying here is before that happens. So just keep that in mind. But uh, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna play some Homer ball here. I, I don't know that Kentucky will beat Kansas tonight or whenever you hear this. Um, they're as always super young and probably more young this year than really almost any other year that they've been, but they are super, super long and athletic. And so I think they'll struggle a little bit offensively and defensively initially. But I think if they, like most Calipari teams do January, February, once they figure it out, if they actually buy into playing defense, like they're going to be almost impossible to score on. So, uh, I, I think I have Kentucky in my final four and I'd probably, I'd probably say Arizona is another team and Michigan state. Those are probably my three that I think are most likely. I, I don't buy Duke any year because it seems like usually they lose to a double digit seed in the tournament. So, um, until they can get over that hump, then, you know, uh, you're gonna have a hard time. I'm not buying, but, uh, yeah, Kentucky, Michigan state, Arizona, those will be three of my four and I'll reserve the right to pick my fourth sometime later this year. Well, three, the three or four. Um, I will. I think I've got a pretty solid three, and I. I but I'll give four. Um, I think Wichita State. This might be the year for Wichita State to make the final four again. But I think it might be the year for them to get to the final two and maybe even win the whole thing. I think their their coach is tremendous. Um, Everybody asks when he's going to leave Wichita State, but if you all, I think, pay attention to what happens in Wichita and who actually is has the money in Wichita, and it's a family whose name begins with K and ends with O-C-H, um, you'd see why he stays in Wichita, Kansas, if you've seen the facilities and such. Um, so I'll give the Shockers um, a chance to not only make the Final Four, but the Final Two. Ooh. And I think they're going to see the Michigan State Spartans, I think. Sparty makes it back. The Big Ten hasn't won a championship in God in forever, in forever. Um, but they got the best player in the country in Miles Bridges, and I think they got a real shot. And then I think a team that you just threw a bunch of shade towards, which I will always throw shade at them too, but I think they're going to be good this year. I think Marvin Bagley puts them over the top, and I think Duke will be back in the Final Four. And I'm going to say the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, Malik, Malik Newman, Deontay Graham, it's a pretty strong backcourt. That Russian guy is pretty good. Um, Sviatoslav Mikhailuk, however you want to say it, I think they're going to be pretty tough. So I'll go. I'll go two teams that I can. Two teams that can stand, and two teams that can't. So I'll, I'll, and I won't say which are which two are which, and which, so but I'll leave it at that. But looking forward to the season. I think it'll be pretty good. Um, and we, as those of you that listen, know that we have a pretty strong track record of ruining the seasons of college sports teams. <laughs> except for the University of Alabama. So we'll be back with our um, college football Final Four preview uh, later on in December. So, Do you um, think Do you think that, uh, that Wichita State gets, gets payback on Kentucky in the tournament this year? 
After well, getting knocked the, out two times? Yeah, well, the first time, I mean, that was, I mean, come on, that was still one of the worst, worst things ever done to a number one seed, but um, I don't know. I don't know if Kentucky's going to make it that far. I think, uh, I think you're right, and I do think that if we can start work, working the phrases long length and tremendous upside potential into our podcast, I think we've reached <laughs> podcasts then at that point. But uh, no, I mean, I think the Cats will be good, but it's, again, you know, with the way that Cal runs the program and has all that turnover, and you just never know what you're going to get. You get a bunch of guys who are, who are good and terribly athletic, but you don't know what you get till they hit the court. So yeah. we'll well, see what we'll happens. F- we'll find out. Uh, if you're listening on Tuesday, tune in. Uh, get your popcorn ready for the for the Jayhawks and Wildcats tonight. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow us on all the different platforms, bluestape.com, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And, um, yeah, give us feedback. We always appreciate it. And um, we will uh, talk to everybody next week. This is on some dude's like uh, yeah for sale or trade list from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if its email is still good. He's got some. He's got some live white white snake <laughs> and uh, yeah. Some One bu- thing about some Coverdale page. <laughs> that's amazing. Videos I, Coverdale page videos. Oh, sorry. Those two, I used to. The, the guys that used to have that stuff, though, like there's a guy that was in Madison who I met at a show who was a little weird, but he, I met him at a Vic Chestnut show, hmm. and he, we traded so much stuff because he had such weird shit, and, yeah. he, and then, he, but he wanted like Mule and Panic and some other stuff, so I was huh. like, I have a ton of it, right? but he had like all kinds of weird stuff. Those guys were so much fun to trade with because they, they were just getting into something that I had a lot of. And then they had a bunch of other stuff that was like, Nobody well, had, yeah. you want 20 discs or 20 tapes? Like, sure, I'll take White Snake. Mm-hmm. What? Wow. I want to find that. I wonder what the question mark is. Yeah.